and welcome back to the Artist Type Podcast. I'm Jamie Gallagher. I'm Tracy Gallagher. Today we have a very exciting guest with us. He has got a thing for words and dive bars. Uh, he's written poetry and short stories. Um, he's freelanced for Spirit News, a local news outlet in Philadelphia, and hosts the Hatchery, a reading series. So, Sean Carney, thanks for joining us. Hello, thank you for yes. having me. Yeah, it's great to see you. Good Always to see a good you time. Too. Yeah. Did I get all that right? Are those all things that are real? The short story thing isn't Dang quite it. real. Okay. Well, we can... Uh... I'm working on one now. Oh, okay. I, all right. So I'm like... predicting the future. Yeah. You have a tendency to do that. I do. Yeah. yeah. I, I've found that I've kind of made up a lot of facts about people and they're like, no. <laughs> we had somebody in that was a photographer. And according uh, to Jamie, he shot something that got picked up by National <laughs> Geographic. Oh, and he shit. was like, no. <laughs> in my that defense, happen. the Weather Channel asked to share his stuff. And he was like, but they didn't share it. I was oh, like, oh, huh. okay, well, uh, maybe in a year from Same now, thing. you'll be uh, <laughs> featured on National Geographic. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so tell, okay, so tell us how, how old were you when you first realized that you loved writing or loved words and reading and all that? Um, so I, I think kind of started when I was a sophomore in high school. I, um, I had a really good English teacher by the name of Eric Kinderman. Um, (laughs) he he introduced me to the beat poets Uh and, um, and a couple other, uh, just modern American poets that I really connected with. And we had to do a project where we had to write poetry and I wrote like two or three and it was cool. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I actually kind of enjoyed that. And then I put it down for a super long time. And then um, where I really got it, which is, it's kind of funny, is uh, when I was in high school, like maybe, I don't know, probably not that long after, mm-hmm. um, I was uh, arguing with my mom <laughs> just nice. because I was an angsty teenager. Because that's what high schoolers do. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what high schoolers do. <laughs> And um, I was arguing with her because I got caught by someone at my school for sneaking off campus to go smoke a cigarette. Oh. <laughs> and I got caught by a secretary. Gotcha. And um, my high school was super strict, so I got um, a weekend detention, basically, oh. where it was uh, Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, and Sunday morning. Wow. Uh, three hour sessions each time. That's and, a, that uh, is strict. That's like, yeah. yeah. For one, one cigarette? One cigarette, yeah. I mean... Um, Wild. Um, and so I was ve- I was feeling very entitled and very like <laughs> yeah. self-righteous about it. And I thought the punishment didn't fit the crime. And I was like <laughs> yeah, that's really it. like adamant about it. And my mom was so fed up with me being such like a jerk <laughs> that uh, she bought me a notebook. And she's like, write it down. Like, she's like, I'm sick it. of it. And like, she handed me a notebook and I took it to the weekend detention with me. And I started writing. Wow. Like, and that's kind of what that is, I think, what what really kicked it off you know a lot of people say cigarettes are bad but it sounds to me like that cigarette yeah. you know <laughs> gave you a whole new thing yeah a whole did. new outlet my, my, that my is wild bad kid entitled self uh, hey. it worked out i guess <laughs> that is quite a quite a detention or mm-hmm. yeah that yeah. I, yeah I would argue that the yeah the punishment I would, did yeah, not I would probably agree with <laughs> yeah. that too. I it mean, ultimately worked out for you, of course, but yeah, no, that's a that's pretty serious. That's pretty heavy. Yeah, that's like a full twelve weird. hours of of detention. of one cigarette. Yeah. yeah, and it was a very. I went to like a like a private school, mm-hmm. and I felt like always between like I don't know, like I 
I grew up in like a more blue collary town and was right. going to like kind of a, like a nice high school. And so I kind of felt like between these worlds a little bit. Yeah. And so when that happened, I was like, I was, I was just so fed up with everything. <laughs> yeah, I, like, like, I don't need uh, these, I don't need right. these fancy folk like telling me not to smoke cigarettes. And, <laughs> yeah. That's, um, but yeah, so that fancy even, folk. that added to the, that adds to the fuel and it was right. very political there and very like, so I'd get like, you know, looks because like it was very gossipy and very small yep. and it was yep. like 250 kids total i think okay in the oh wow okay and, yeah that is small yeah. yeah and like everyone talked and everyone like oh know, yeah it was everyone so knew everything that's like when i went to um college the voice majors i think there were there were less than 20 of us that graduated together maybe like 15 or something mm-hmm. And I remember everyone knew everything about everybody at all times. I walked into school one day having just gotten like I had bronchitis or something all all weekend or all week. And the head of the music school came up to me and he was like, what's going on with you? I'm like, well, nothing, just going to music theory. And he was like, no, but what's going on with you? You don't seem like yourself. What's do you want? Do you want to talk about it? And I was like, hmm. I mean, I've got bronchitis. <laughs> so, hmm. But like that kind of attention I was not used to from oh. high school because our right. high school was pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? My graduating class, I think, was the seniors were like 450. Yeah. It mine was, was one around, of four high schools in the town. Mine was around so 450. Yeah. You said yours was so. two something? I think it was like, I think the whole school was maybe only two to 300 people. Yeah. Oh, total. wow. Yeah. Right. And our school would have been between, it was like around 2000. So probably like yeah. under 100 kids in yeah. my yeah. graduating class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so really everyone tiny. really does know everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. And everyone cared to know everything was the thing. It was right. like everyone just loved. Yeah. I remember um, going to my 10-year high school reunion, and uh, I, I noticed that, like, there were faculty still trying to, like, gossip with me, like, about, like, it's the crazy. happenings. And I'm like, I've been gone for so long. <laughs> A decade. Like, it's like, yeah, they, they just, like, they're like, you remember so-and-so, remember so-and-so? And I couldn't, like, recall the names right away. Yeah. They were, like, frustrated. And I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> that is You're really still weird. really holding yeah. on to I mean, that. I guess for them, like, they they haven't left yeah like they the still world. teach there yeah. it still is their job like that right, but they like, get new students every year yeah yeah you know that's not to I say didn't, that, like, i didn't you know. go to my it's reunion. wild yeah mine's I, next I, year i considered it for a while mm-hmm. and then i thought like pretty much the only people i not i wouldn't say the only people but most most of the people that i would have liked to have seen mm-hmm. i already saw anyway mm. yeah. it was like a really small group of people that like wasn't it was like take off of work and like drive home and mm, do this whole thing yeah. and see people. And like, I didn't have a friend to go with and I'm not yeah. good in a crowd by myself yeah. really. So it would have just been like me. Well, it's also with an awkward crowd with like most people of, you don't. Yeah. They haven't seen yeah. and, it's, and it's not and total it strangers been, either. No. It's that weird yeah. like limbo. It would have been. Oh, you don't there's, know what kind there's of people. Surely they right. Yeah. I think now like I think there were a couple people who I liked who went. Yeah, but it wasn't anyone who I talked to about it ahead of time, so I just oh, would I have been going in blind. I remember you debating. It for I a debated bit. for a, a solid couple months. I asked everyone I knew who was just a little bit older than me. I was like, "Did you go? Did you go to your?" Yeah. <laughs> I always just think I about that go. John Mayer song when he sings about what is it? Dear Marie, I want to mm. run through oh, the no. house. I think in that song he sings about going. Uh, oh, I just can't wait for my. 10 years yeah. something it's about his 10 year reunion and you I was couldn't like, wait that. for it John Mayer can't wait well I think it was it was something didn't something happen where he wanted to shoot a music video in his high school and they said no I don't know I think and then it, he was like 
okay, joke's on you guys. Ha <laughs> I'm John Mayer. I mean, right. I guess then <laughs> you're like, like, yeah, that'd be the best way to go back to a high well, school reunion. Well, that was it. Like, like hey. ha- if I had something like really dope to brag about, I would have been like, I'm going alone. I don't care. You wouldn't have bragged <laughs> yeah. though. Everyone. But that's no, the I thing. wouldn't have done it, you but if they'd asked, I would have been, I would have been like, well, yeah, I have this amazing thing going on. No, you yeah. wouldn't. You if I was asked. If you were asked, you'd just be like, oh yeah. You would not, you're not a braggy human. Well, in my head, I would go to the high school mm. reunion if I had something to brag about. But you're right. I just probably never would have gone at all. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't uh, in the cards for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, on the um, note of I've seen you read in public and all mm-hmm. that, do you ever get nervous reading your own stuff in public? Uh, yeah, almost every time. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What's your trick? How do, you, how do you, you just do it or do you take a shot? Do you? Um... Oh, the the drinking is is like a delicate balance i feel like yep. like i kind of like being like having like a couple in me but yep. i've definitely overdone it and then mm, me too i've like it's fine but i'm a little too loosey goosey like, yep. and like not really caring if i'm messing up or i'm ad-libbing on the fly which is not good <laughs> like, yeah. i mean it's maybe it's cool sometimes but like you don't want to bet on you know, your drunk brain to come up with the to, best thing right, that yeah. like, Oh, I know what this poem needs right now in this moment. It needs, <laughs> right, yeah. it needs this little editorial. I just right. thought of. And now with but, like Snapchat and everything you watch it the next day and you're like, Hmm, hmm interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That um, wasn't planned. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's kind of like this thing where I know it's, I want to like a part of me wants to do like intellectually, I want to do it. And emotionally I'm uh, freaked out. Mm hmm. So it's just like, it's just a war and you just try yeah. to fight it as best you can and yeah. uh, just try to like tell yourself like, well, no, you need to do this to do the, if you want to write poetry and be a part of the community, like you have to read it. Like, that's right. kinda, I mean, I guess you could get published and never read, but like, sure. it's not really that common. And, um, you know, it, the best way to get yourself, you know, out there is to mm-hmm. read, I, I would argue. Um, so yeah, I think you just kind of have to rip the bandaid. Yeah. Just yeah. rip the bandaid. And, um, classic corny stuff just try to breathe yeah have a drink why not like, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh try to get some friends in the crowd i feel like i would need don't... one in my hand i feel like i would fidget a lot oh yeah like having a guitar in my hand i i can't do anything with my hands other mm-hmm. than play the guitar so it's convenient mm-hmm. yeah I, I feel like if i was i don't know i don't you think i could hold do a, it. either a it's book very or a phone vulnerable yeah you know i don't know you I... used to sing without a guitar yeah that's true but then you're usually holding a mic or something. My hands used to shake every single time. Really? Yeah. And so if I was holding, I found that I wasn't very good to hold um, like sheets of paper because that oh, just like it makes would, it, it look would, like yeah, it's right. so obvious you when your hands are shaking. People are like, when um, you have sheets of paper in okay? your hand. And it like makes noise. It's oh, yeah. Like, Especially yeah. if you're outside <laughs> in the wind or something. It's Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh. so, but I, I don't know. Um, I had a reading maybe like three years ago at Ortlieb's. Okay, cool. Um, I feel like that's a cool spot to have a reading. Oh, it was so, it was actually one of my favorite ones ever. I did it for um, Deviant Philly. It was like an art collective zine that they did. Um, Zine, that's it. I was talking about that word earlier. I, for a very long time, would see the word and call it a zine. And then one day I was like, oh, it's short for magazine, isn't it? <laughs> or like something. And cool zine, dude. Yeah. yeah. And I, I would say it like in passing and it would be to people. I probably said it to Caitlin once or twice and she was probably just like, okay, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm just going to let it slide because you're on a roll. <laughs> yeah, it took yeah, me too though. long. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I think that was like maybe one of my favorite ones. Um, and I remember 
one of the reasons why it was my favorite was because uh, it was one of the only times I didn't feel nervous and I noticed it. That's awesome. But since then, I've felt nervous, so it's weird. It's not like... Yeah, it comes and goes, right? comes and goes, I think yeah, that's but I like, felt just like very confident and very in control and like that's not really... That's great. Know. I guess yeah. that's... in Like art aside in life, that comes in... It, it's a similar thing. Like some some nights you're totally fine with meeting new people mm-hmm. and some nights I'm like, well, I don't know, I can't do it. Yeah, like I totally. like get nervous and like... Isn't that just a thing for people though, period? That's like. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like art aside, I think that's oh, just... Oh, I thought you said artist's eye, and I was like, I don't know what that means. But, <laughs> you know, the good old eye, eye of the artist. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like artist's eye, some nights you want to do it. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, classic artist's eye. Come artist on, Trey, eye. you haven't heard about that? <laughs> How are you with public speaking? Um, public speaking, I'm fine. Mm. Yeah? Yeah, I'm Damn. not good at, like, in any time I, or, like, when... Growing up, like doing chorus and stuff, if I had like a solo and I had to sing, my like whole knees would shake. Yeah, but, um, yeah. That does, that no, like... public speaking, I'm good, and I even just like at my store sometimes we'll do it for like it's not quite public, but we'll record for like Instagram videos or something. And my yeah. boss gets really nervous. She like second guesses herself, and she has to do like every video five times. And I'm like one. I'm like one take. The trick is, I think. Just yeah. you just can't think like you literally you have to have it planned and then you just have to talk. If you really? stand there and you debate it, I feel like I feel like the whole point is to just do them. I'm just saying like that's what I'm doing there. Mm-hmm. But like not not Instagram stories. It'll be like, oh, we like want to talk about this certain item oh, oh, like oh, get gotcha. on and like say like what's so exciting about it. But like in that or really just in general, anytime I've had to like speak in public I am pretty comfortable and you just have to Mm. like accept I don't know it's weird if I have to perform no I get nervous but Mm -hmm. if I'm just speaking Mm. yeah you're fine totally cool I feel like I couldn't do a speech I would I would be reading all the words wrong like Mm. all of a sudden I'd be dyslexic I would be reading things backwards like yeah I just kind of have to like uh, from if when it comes to public speaking I just have to be prepared like I don't know yeah I, it's just like that classic thing where like the more prepared I am the less nervous I am and, yeah 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 um that's that I mean that makes sense yeah I officiated <laughs> a wedding over the summer and oh, leading up I to think it I knew that yeah that's so cool it was very fun and uh leading up to it I was incredibly nervous and incredibly yeah. just like I was like I have no idea how I'm gonna do this like yeah, I just that's, felt that's like paralyzed pressure. with fear yeah. someone's yeah. anxiety wedding, about you know? it yeah <laughs> and um Everyone was like, "You're gonna do fine. Like, come on. Like, you MC the the hatchery and you mm-hmm. and you, and you read poetry and like it. It just like I couldn't. I couldn't even marry the two in my mind. No pun intended. But, like <laughs> I, I was just like I was like, no, it's different. Like this is like a lot. Like this is someone's like one day. If I mess up, it's like their day and all that yep, stuff. And I right. like, couldn't handle it. And then it was fine. It was totally fine. And yeah. Because like, even if you do mess up or flub a word, it's still their wedding. Not, they don't care. No. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. And and when people talk about that wedding for years to come, they're not going to be like, remember when the officiant said, uh, instead of Anne? How about mm-hmm. that? Yeah. How yeah, about that time true. they used the wrong article? Like, no one yeah. cares. Yeah. We're, our, we're waiting for I do. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Our cousin. Yeah, probably aren't even listening that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had a cousin that just got married in August. Yeah. And his brother was the best man. And mm-hmm. leading up to the best man speech, he, he was like, I can't eat. I can't drink. I can't do anything. He was physically sick over it because he was so petrified of it. 
Yeah. It was a great speech. It was a great speech. The poor thing, though. I mean, <laughs> and afterwards, he's like, okay, I'm ready to eat now. I'm like, all day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he couldn't, could not eat. Yeah. It's crazy. But I don't know. Weddings do weird things to people. Yeah. You know? It's true. Um, I think I wouldn't be worried about speaking at a wedding, but I haven't done it, so maybe that's not true. But I, I think that I, I've just been very trained on... Um, Words. Well, yes, but I, but more specifically, a result of writing romantic comedies and watching Hallmark movies. I'm, uh-huh. I'm primed for You know wedding. speeches. I'm like, yeah. okay, oh, yeah. I'm here for the weddings, and I'm going to make you cry. Like, yeah. let's do this. Yeah. Get ready. <laughs> She's that one that, like, it'd be like a whole roller coaster. Like, everyone would laugh, and then they'd cry, and then they'd laugh. I'd be like, yeah. we're all, we're all going to go on a ride together. You're going to fall in love, like, too, okay? Yeah. That's like... <laughs> yeah. Everyone leaves like, man, I wish I was getting married today. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, that's wild. Um, on the note of, of emceeing the hatchery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can you talk to us a little bit about the hatchery? Yeah. I yeah, for sure. Um, we just started our fourth year. So we oh, started okay, cool. in 2015. Gotcha. Um, that's a significant amount of time though. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, and so, yeah, mm-hmm. I met my co-host slash co-founder, um, Tracy Levin mm-hmm. at Arcadia where I went to school and got my, MF- right. my undergrad and my MFA. Um, uh, she shared an office with, uh, Professor Quincy Jones, who, yeah, real name. Quincy I was Jones. like, yep. wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> real thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God given name, Quincy Jones. But, um, <laughs> he, uh, he was, I worked a lot of one-on-one sessions with him during okay. my, um, MFA and like, you know, I, I owe a lot to him. He was, yeah. he was very good to me, challenged me a lot. And, uh, Tracy Levin shared a um, an office with him. So okay. when I would go in to get, you know, have like my one-on-one meetings about stuff that I wrote or if I was, you know, working on my thesis and had questions and we were conferencing about just like how things are going with mm-hmm. it. Um, she was generally there. And oh, cool. uh, so we just like got to talking and she lived in Fishtown at the time and so did I. Right. Okay. Um and like, yeah, we would just like shoot the shit about like music and stuff. Like we had similar tastes. Right. Cause you play music too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into that. Um, so, uh, I, I kept bumping into her around Fishtown mm-hmm. and, um, there was this, uh, there was this breakfast place, coffee house too on okay. York street. And, uh, I, I bumped into her there and we, she, she asked me to go to a reading at, um, the dive, which oh. is in South Philly. Okay. At like I think like Seventh and Passy Yunk or Ninth oh, and okay. Passy Yunk, like yeah. right down there. So I saw Tracy at Coffee House Two in Fishtown, and mm-hmm. she invited me to a reading at the Dive. Right. And um, you know, so went to the Dive, and it was cool. Um, I'm pretty sure um, who uh, Chelsea Martin, I'm pretty sure was the headliner. Um, who's a wonderful poet and has since influenced me quite a bit. Oh, cool. Um. But uh, yeah, it was Chelsea Martin. I can't remember who else, but you know, it was great. I had a great time. And around the same time, I started going to another reading series on South Street called Tire Fire. Hmm. And, I haven't heard of that. Oh, it's it's wonderful. Um, That's awesome. Jamie Fontaine hosts it. She's a wonderful host. Um, and so I started going a couple years ago, you know, before the hatchery. Right. Uh, and uh, I remember like kind of seeing tire fire and thinking like this is such like a cool thing it's like in the um upstairs of uh, tattooed moms oh okay yeah. got um, it and it's uh it's actually tonight funny enough um oh, weird <laughs> yeah it's uh but um 
and I started going there and like, they were always really funny and really like almost kind of crass at times. And yeah. like, and you know, and, and I liked like being in a bar environment and everyone was kind of in the bar environment, which was fun. Yeah. And I was kind of like, this is cool. Like, this is fun. And like, just for years I just went and didn't think twice about having my own reading series. Mm-hmm. Or, and, um, then, you know, after a little while, Tracy and I were talking one day and, uh, we both agreed that uh, Fishtown was missing um, yeah. a reading series. It's just like there's so much cool art and there's so much there's so much cool music and there's so many venues. Yeah, it is a very art like art uh, mm-hmm. area, art centric. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you have like Little Berlin and you have all the galleries up and down Frankfurt and mm-hmm. you know just like such a rich art scene and but like not a lot of writing right. stuff at all. So um, we decided that that was that needed needed to change. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we got on it and, uh, got in touch with our friends at the head in the hand, which is a, um, an independent press. Um, am I thinking of, there's a band called the head Head in the the heart. Heart. Got it. Okay. Um, I was like, why do I feel like I know that? (laughs) The head in the hand though is like a, um, they're a independent, um, publishing house. Oh, okay. And, uh, they were based on... I think technically on Frankfurt Ave, like Frankfurt and Norris kind of, right, like okay. right around there. So we were friends with them already and we talked to them about it and we're like, hey, do you think you'd want to like collaborate and yeah. uh, do a reading series? Like you guys can provide some uh, writers that you've recently published that are local and mm-hmm. we'll book them to read at a bar and we'll do it. And they were totally stoked on it. And so um, me, Sick. Tracy and Nick Esposito... Just uh, had a big chain email going and a couple meetings, and mm-hmm. eventually we all just agreed that it was a good idea. And we booked Bobby's, which used to be on the corner of Frankfurt and Dauphin, I think. Okay. All yeah, right. Frankfurt and Dauphin. And uh, they were totally cool. They were like so nice with, you know, so great with us. It yeah. was just like this dark little corner bar that was, you know, pretty cramped and you know, like a straight shot into like what was like a natural stage, which was Mm kind of cool, like and kind of convenient for us. Right. I think they had like a pool table and two couches up there, but it was like something you walked up. Yeah. And it was maybe the size of like your living room or something. Oh, nice. Um, Okay. So it's like an intimate setting. That's cool. So like everyone would kind of sit at the bar, which was basically sitting directly on the, like at the bar right, right, and, right. uh, and watching the readers. So it was kind of awkward. Like everyone kind of like had to turn to the right. Do the shift um, thing. Yeah. But, uh, but it was great. And they housed us for a season and it was, you know, we had three readings there and it, they, it went well. Oh, that's, um, that's awesome. The bartender at Bobby's would during intermission, we didn't ask him to do it. it just totally unprovoked would put money in the jukebox and get up on stage and use the mic that the readers were using. And he oh. would sing like Billie Holiday and stuff like that. I mean, and he was like, maybe this like 60 year old man or something like that. And it amazing. was wonderful. It was like my favorite part of being there was like, well, my favorite part was the reading. But like, well, right. right. Like, That's a, a perfect addition. <laughs> yeah. But that was just like, it was so magical when it, when it first yeah. happened. We like, my We're jaw like, just oh, dropped. Okay. Like right. he, he was just this kind of like average looking guy, like I don't know, like very unassuming. And then yeah, it's just like totally unprovoked. Just <laughs> got up awesome. there and started belting it into the microphone for everybody. Like Yeah. Like a little little uh intermission treat. Yeah. Like that. And then it yeah. just became like a fixture of it. And That's then he would do it every intermission. Awesome. And it was like 
Oh God, I I miss that. We need we need that again. We need to find yeah. that guy. Yeah, <laughs> get him to be like, all right, buddy. We yeah. have a new location, we and uh, we need yeah. you to come with us. We're gonna dust off the Roy Orbison tapes, and you can go to town. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unrelated question, uh-huh. but like related-ish. Uh-huh. How did you feel about picture prompts growing up? How did I feel about what picture prompts? Did you have them? Was that just a New Jersey thing? Picture prompts. Picture prompts. Unstandardized testing. Yeah. Did you have those? I don't believe I know what that is. Oh, yeah. man. I used to love them, but it was essentially yeah. on a standardized test. Yeah. The writing portion, you would have just a, like a sketch, black mm. and white sketch of a scene, and you had to write a story about it. Mm. I was just wondering if you enjoyed those or hated cool. them. Cool. I don't I know. Feel like, you know. Yeah. Maybe I'll Maybe try one, one of these someday. days. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can make we'll me one. We'll just sketch something yeah. and flip it under your door. Yeah. Like, go. <laughs> How was that fun? Yeah. Check <laughs> yes. Yeah. Those old kid things like, can yeah. I have a piece of gum? Check yes or no. Right. Did you <laughs> Did you enjoy yes. that? Yes or no? Yeah. I, I I do like actually kind of like prompts though, and I do yeah. think that they're very helpful. Like I I kind of always enjoyed that part of school, just like being given like a random ass assignment, like a writing assignment, mm-hmm. like. I don't know. People are always annoyed by them. They're like, this isn't my aesthetic. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, I don't I'm care. like, this is fun. Like, You're like, I will make it my aesthetic. Your muscles and, and kind of learn something new. Yeah. 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 Challenges your way of thinking yeah. a bit. I remember for a final project in school for like a creative writing class I took, um, our teacher gave us all personalized assignments and it was um, what he viewed as completely our opposite of our strength. Oh, um, cool. That is yeah. trippy. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. So, or or maybe even just something that he thought that we should try and right. that we'd yeah. never try right. or something. Oh, it's great. Yeah. But I would have been miserable at the time. Um, yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> and I remember he made me do a uh, sci-fi comedy about aliens coming to Earth. Wow. Short story, fiction. Right. Oh, and, sure. Uh, oh, ah. Yeah, there's, there's a go. short story. <laughs> yeah, so I have, I have written them, I guess. I wrote this one. Um, and I had so much fun doing it. And it was like, I still think about that story and I still think about those characters and yeah. like, and how like it didn't feel like work at all writing it. Like it That's was just great. like a total, like it was yeah. just totally It's the best fun. kind of school project you can have yeah. when it doesn't yeah. feel like that. I was like such that. a nerd with school and that, in writing classes, I just, I love it. See, I was, anytime there was like a writing or reading project mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, cause there was that thing where, oh, you can choose to do this or choose to do this, make it your own sort of thing. Yeah. Anytime I would, I would try to find a way in history classes and like every class to be like, okay, I'm going to write a fake journal and I'm going <laughs> to use tea bags to like make it I look like old once. stuff. Yeah. And it was just my way of constantly distracting. Like you, you won't agree on this part. It was my way of distracting whoever the teacher was from the fact that I probably didn't read anything and didn't like wasn't a good writer. So <laughs> just like, this looks cool. Presentation. Give yeah. me credit. I, for I that. did that once. Sophomore year in high school, we had to. It was for history. I think the project was that we had to create like um you know like there's like historical like documents and there's some that are like firsthand and then there's like secondhand mm-hmm. documents. Mm-hmm. Not the word though. It's like sure evidence. For, or Maybe. like primary evidence, secondary yes, evidence. Yes, I think it might have been that. We had to create like primary evidence, we'll say. Okay. I don't know. Like we had to like pretend we were in the revolution pretty much. Oh, okay. I think it was open for interpretation, like what you created. It could have been like, here are like blueprints from building a house during the revolution or oh, that's whatever. Fun. Like I think you oh, could just right. like do something that oh. you had to create something that could have existed then. And yeah, I, I wrote oh. like a teenage a journal? girl's like journal and... 
Oh, and then you like burnt the edge of the pages with a candle or a match. Yeah, died in tea bags, and her um, like the love of her life died in the war. Wow, that's dark. It was. And then she wrote romantic comments going forward. I said I would make you cry. Then you made everybody cry. That was always my method. It's like if I don't, if I can't buy somebody a gift, I'm like, I'm gonna write something so heartfelt that they're gonna cry, and I gave them a gift. And I think that was like my method in high school. Was like it might not be good, it might not be accurate, but if you cry, you're gonna think it was. Poor teacher had to come up with new lesson plans going forward. I don't do it. I don't do it anymore. Now I just write romantic comedies. Like you yeah. tried to convince me to write something sad. And I was like, nope, nope. Yeah. Not who I am. It was not really good. It, it was, was it a dream you had or a dream I had? You. Yeah. It was a good one. <laughs> and I was like, come on, write it. Make it a movie. She was like, I don't do dying people. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. All right. Not anymore. Okay. So where do you generally pull inspiration from when you're writing? Is it life experience? Is it people around you? Like, I don't know. You, you, didn't, you could have just stopped me. it. Where do you pull your inspiration from? Where do you pull your inspiration from? <laughs> and then like not giving him options. Like, is it A? I don't know, but I see. Or D, none of the above. Check yes <laughs> or no. <laughs> yeah. Do you like this? Yeah. Um, it's tough. I, I feel like generally from like my own experiences, mm-hmm. um, sometimes I do write outwardly. Um, it's all pretty pretty close to like narcissistic (laughs) yeah um i mean sometimes like like, i i used to especially in grad school i wrote a lot more about like nature and things like that Mm -hmm. i don't really as much anymore i'm Mm -hmm. kind of like writing about people like all the time now yeah and um Back then, it was like a little bit of both. So nature used to inspire me. It doesn't anymore, I guess. <laughs> gotcha. Now you just enjoy <laughs> it. Days then are that's over. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cyanar and nature. Yeah. The world got bad. So, <laughs> yeah. I, so I stopped writing about nature. That's fair. Um, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess that's a lot of where I get my inspiration from is the bad, which is kind of bad. I think that's, kind of I toxic, feel like that's common you know? in art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I think art in general is usually like the highs and the lows. Mm. With a, like, I think the reason the that I I stopped writing the sad things, mm-hmm. uh, I stopped killing off my characters, yeah. is because I was like, you know what sucks, the world. You know what I would yeah, like to yeah. do, write oh, something to make someone smile. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah like I could lean into that, or I could not mm-hmm. be miserable, There's and I can just like, people like stand up comedy like, screenplays like take time like yeah. i'm gonna hang out with those characters for like months to years oh yeah if i'm gonna be yeah. spending that much time in that world i'm already sad a lot of the time yeah i don't need right. to like be extra sad well like, that's it like, i'll just take the i'll take the escape and i'll offer it to somebody else yeah, yeah. like i can and write a I'll sad watch, song i'll watch the sad movies and then never play it again just to get it out like just write the sad song that's oh. it but if you're writing the like if you're producing a movie i mean that's that really yeah, does I, stick with you things can have elements of tension without being outright yes. sad. Yeah, 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 true. No, yeah. that's true. The tension could be evading being unhappy, kind of like yeah. so right. many things are. Um, so yeah, I get that. Um, yeah. It's no, weird. I'm not writing like a kids like Disney TV show. It's not like yeah, right. I'm yeah, not yeah. that sunshiny, but yeah. it, I mean, right. it's also not that dark. Right, like, right. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I do occasionally write about happy things but it's weird it has to be i think the happy thing has to be extra special or something it has to be like i don't know i have to it has to be it almost has to be more happy than the sad has to be sad if that makes sense i totally totally. agree i don't know why yeah um that's just how i work i'm not sure why um maybe maybe just because uh it's partially an outlet 
to get it out or it's and right if you're saying that it is if you're saying you're inspired kind of from your own experiences Mm -hmm. when you're super happy it's like we were talking about you don't need you don't need the outlet as much because you're just like i'm good i don't need to get anything else like i don't need to like but the other thing there's nothing on my chest like i'm just happy so like you do have to hit like a new level of happy before you're like i'm so happy and i'm so ecstatic that like i had to get some of this like happy off yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's also of course yeah that that bit where like misery loves company sort of thing where if something's really going really really well for you mm-hmm. and you talk about it it sounds like you're bragging to people right versus yeah. if something's really bad everyone's like oh i'm really sorry like i can totally relate xyz mm-hmm. so it's kind of the same thing where it's like well how many love songs can i write everyone's gonna be like well I'll stop singing about love songs yeah. all yeah. the time it's weird it's though weird. i have a really hard time writing about love it's yeah. very strange i've never written a love poem that i really like i think which that's, is funny yeah. like i've tried to write them and I get to the end and I'm just like, ugh, it just always sounds It's like gooey tacky. or, yeah, yeah. I, feel, yeah, I feel you on that. I, I wrote some it. love songs in like high school. I don't think I've written a love song since then. A lot yeah. of my songs have like a, either like a slight humor or um, bitchiness to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Writing about love is, it's tricky. Yeah. And I think, I feel like it's that fine line of, of being perfectly on point mm. or like overly gushy. No, yeah, I get stuff. that. Um, to be like totally frank, like I, I think a lot of poems like stemmed from like struggling with depression. It's been the thing I've always leaned on to mm-hmm. kind of uh, help me out with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so a lot of my poems are quite depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, or, but they're, or they're therapeutic, like, so it's like yeah, they might sound depressing, but it helped me. So yeah, <laughs> that's all yeah. That, you and know. like sometimes if you can write about something maybe hard, hard to go through or mm-hmm. hard to get yeah. through, you can dress it up. You can use words in such a way where if it's accurate enough, it could be almost like breathtaking, mm-hmm. just in the in the sense that it's a perfect description. Mm-hmm. So yes. while it's still sad, it almost takes on this new form. There's something about describing something perfectly to me that gives me, I don't know, just a, a very intense feeling of um, reaching a deeper truth, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I've always loved about reading poetry too. If I've ever read something, I so one of the best feelings I can have when I read something is, Oh my god! I wish I would have written that. Like that's right? like. Yeah. Oh, I think if you're the writer, you can describe it perfectly, and it's something that you're that is awful that you're going through. In a weird way, you like get power over it. Like yeah. 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 like I understand Absolutely. what this is, and I mm-hmm. I can like pinpoint it. And now I know what it is. And if you read something similar where someone has really pinpointed it, you're like, oh there's the that's the truth in it it. like there's there's the thing that i've been like searching to figure out or unearth and i'm so happy they just spelled it out for me yeah Yeah. so i'm jealous that they spelled it out for me you had said (laughs) right Mm -hmm. you had said recently something to the effect of when it comes to art um you know the the whole like history repeats itself you can never really have a purely original thought Mm -hmm. sort of thing and you said I don't remember how you phrased it, so feel free to chime in and rephrase it. (laughs) But it was something to the extent of for us as humans to assume that we're the only person going through a certain situation at a given time is never correct. Like, so there's something about reading people's poetry that you can directly relate to. It almost like 
brings solidarity. You feel less to alone. That. Yeah. 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 Even if you don't know the person, it's like, oh, okay, so this person has dealt with this too. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's um, a position that I, w- I would be honored to be in is to be the person or to be the one to produce work that someone feels solidarity mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Like if I could be that for somebody, that's like very cool. Like that's. I'm like sure very... you have, and you don't even know it. Oh yeah, you know, and, and that's the I guess that's like the torturous part of it is that like that you might kind of never will really know. Well, and especially when it's a lot of times when it's those sorts of situations, people don't want to be like, Hey, I've been through that too. I just feel like I, I am perpetually just doubting my own work. Like perpetually. Yeah. Yeah. Always. It's never perfect. It's never done. It's never right. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like one, once it is out there, I'm just like, Oh man, who cares? Or like, who, like (laughs) maybe nobody cares. Like I I certainly (laughs) don't expect everyone to care. Like that's for sure. So yeah, that, that's that notion, that sensation of uh, not knowing where it's going to go is um, beautiful. And heartbreaking maddening yeah yeah maddening that's the perfect way to describe it yeah all right so all right on the note of you know just doing it anyway going with what feels right (laughs) terrible transition uh we are going to play a game called trust your instincts okay it's if anyone hasn't uh listened to any other episodes it's kind of like a this or that where you just this or that <laughs> you just you have to pick one pick we're giving thing? you two okay. options you have to go with your gut you gotta, yeah you gotta pick one no is a uh, explanation or do i just say it and then we move on it's like and lightning if you feel really passionate about an explanation that's yeah. fine okay you can explain all right I'll i'd say quicker the better but we take explanations yeah cool yeah, yeah. okay yeah. keep it brief yeah do you want to start all right uh sure i'll start i'm ready pencil or pen pen i don't know it just feels very satisfying that's fair. on paper it's great. Agreed. It's yeah. much smoother. Yeah. Book or film? Ooh. Uh, they're both so good. I I, <laughs> I have to go with book. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. It's hard. Um, biking or walking? Oh, that's also hard. Yeah, that's um, our goal. <laughs> biking, I guess. I yeah. I love biking. Little breeze, Philly. yeah. It's breeze just, action. Yeah. Um, cabin or tent? Hmm. I guess. Uh, I'll go tent. All right. Yeah. Cool. Fruits or vegetables? <laughs> oh. Uh, vegetables, I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I feel like most people would say fruit. I'm a weirdo. I don't know. I, I love, like that. I love like, I don't know. What's cook- your favorite vegetable? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I really like sweet potatoes. Those Ooh. It's that time of year too. Like me a sweet potato. That's I think like I just a- had some sweet potatoes very yeah. recently, so mm. they're on my mind. I feel I like think. that's like a nice little combo answer though, because you get like the sweetness fruit- of the fruit. Yeah. Like, but the veggie of a veggie. I didn't like them for a while. I when I was younger, which is crazy because I have a crazy sweet tooth. But when I was younger, they were. I was like, they're too sweet. Yeah. Now I I love them. I think when I was a kid, I was just like, ew, something I don't (laughs) think, uh, something I don't recognize. Doesn't make sense. Ew, looks. What'd you do to that potato? I feel like it. Yeah, it's like kind of the name. It like like it looks like carroty on the inside. I'm like, are yams and sweet potatoes the same thing? Yeah, they actually are. Mm -hmm. It's just like. Mm -hmm interesting regional word or something yeah i think it's yeah they're essentially the people same. i think should have just stuck with yam because i think yeah. when you get a sweet potato yeah. you yam. expect it to be like a potato yam. and the texture is not like a potato the taste is not like a potato so then you're just like what is this 
Maybe well, this say, weird like, kind of potato. Yes, Maybe that's sir. Why yes, I didn't ma'am. Trust it. I'm just yeah. like, potatoes aren't sweet. Don't fucking try to give right. this to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some <laughs> bullshit. Stuck with yam. <laughs> I feel like you can use that as like a really abbreviated yes, ma'am. Like, uh, yeah, I'm going. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try to do it and see if people notice. Hangover or heartbreak? Oh God. Yeah. Um, that's a lot. They're both realities of life. <laughs> um, and they're, uh, I guess, hangover. Yeah, I'll take yeah. hangover. It doesn't um, last as long, usually. It doesn't last you, as long. Yeah. And, like, sometimes you get lucky and you have that really, like, goofy hangover. Where, oh, like, yeah. Or you just have you a Bloody know. Mary and you're fine. Yeah. 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 That's true. We, yeah. we were trying to come up with this. Depends second on the part. love of heartbreak, though. Because sometimes you could just have a Bloody Mary and then you're fine. <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> that, 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 that might be the, the, the cure. Initially, I was like, hangover. Or common cold. And I was like, that's stupid. Tracy gave me something. And then she, yeah, she gave me a heartbreak. And I was like, oh, that's heavy. I think it just sounded good. It does. (laughs) It's like a good, good, that'd be a good like album name. Yeah. Sounds like a country album or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the heartbreak hangover. Bonfire or barbecue? Ooh. I think this is very complicated because it it butts up against my love of food eating. And my love of doing nothing and staring into a fire. <laughs> um, and possibly s'mores. Are you a s'mores, s'mores guy? Yeah, you know what? I got to mm-hmm. go fire yeah. because you just like, you do nothing with your friends and it feels like an event. And yeah, it's like you did nothing. No and one's noth- bored. It's great. You do right. nothing and everything. I yeah. said nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Usually just an excuse to like shoot the shit and drink beer. And like actually yeah. talk to people. Yeah. And when yeah. it's yeah. quiet, it's not awkward because you're just looking at the fire. And yeah. everyone's the just looking at the fire. Everyone's okay with that silence. It's yeah, weird. Because it's not silent. It's great. It's like yeah. well, yeah. crackly and moving. Yeah, but there's always like, like emotionally moving. Yeah, but also there's always moving. in silence, there's always like a sound, you know? Yeah, sure. Oh, ocean or lake? Uh, Ocean. Mm. I grew up, I did not grow up near the ocean and grew up near woods and lakes and stuff but ocean's better I yeah say. i can't okay. really argue with it's it. got yeah lakes yeah. are cool though, too though burger or hot dog burger yeah mm. oh this one is, is it would you rather spend your money on a gift or an experience oh for me or like or an i like an so, like, i guess to like give. an item or like a an item or like would you rather give somebody like a really cool thing thing that they can have in their home or where or would you rather give them a day trip somewhere it's weird because i feel like i naturally give like like gift gifts right um like just like an item yeah but yeah like i don't ever do it for myself i always want like a to do a thing like i always want to yeah. go travel or something or do something like you know exciting yeah, I, I, all yeah. my shit's old I like that answer. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. Because that's really honest. Like, you give gifts, but you'd rather do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know what people want to do with their time. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's a, that's a really good point. It, yeah. Uh, so, an ice cream truck gets in an accident. Okay. Everyone's okay. Uh-huh. Everyone's safe. Do you loot or do you not loot? Can you repeat that, please? <laughs> yeah. Ice cream truck in a car accident. Okay. Everybody's safe. Okay. Freezers are broken. Okay. No one's manning the truck. Do you loot? Freezers are broken? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not saving that ice cream. Oh, okay. 
Do you loot or do you not? Loot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) 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 I didn't mean that at all. (laughs) I realized it as I was saying it. As you were saying it, and then you paused just enough that it was like, it's perfect. That was great. So we've got one... like final question, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But before yeah. we get to the final question, yeah. I would just like to say that um, we're not really sure where this podcast will go, but we never really did talk about music. So we'll have to do oh, like, yeah. a, like a part two. Like an yeah. Addendum. If you would, yeah. if you would like to come like back, I, we would love to do yeah, a follow we'll up. Like no- yeah. Cause you have more artistic abilities than just writing. But I, I gotta, I gotta be, totally transparent like music i i would not consider myself an authority on at all like yeah, that's okay though i like yeah it's a creative outlet and i think that's like the whole point okay fine so just real right quick now. and then yeah. like not like a real conversation about it just the fact that you do any kind of music at all i think it's interesting is i think a lot of the artists we've talked to on the podcast recently have had their like core art mm-hmm. and then they have had their other art that they enjoy Mm. it's just it's cool i think that creative people just like try to like create we, we've talked to a photographer that also paints or like the you know people mm-hmm. that do this draws yeah draws yeah sorry um and last night we talked to a actor and musician yeah oh cool yeah so you play music too uh-huh you're yeah. a drummer yep drummer yeah that's awesome yeah i don't think i've actually heard you play drums yet i know because i don't do it it's very crazy. often at all but um, you also you can play guitar too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not as good. I I'd love to play drums or have an excuse to play drums again. But, yeah, uh, I just haven't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, life is wild. Yeah, you know. And then, like, especially at this point, it's like hard when I do have time to do. I feel like if if I had enough time and money, I would like, <laughs> I would um probably like paint more i'd probably i mean i used to paint when i was in high school well, that's crazy yeah i used to draw yeah. when i was in high school and like play music and you're write. just like like all around art human yeah yeah I, you just like feel mm-hmm. it all do it all that's awesome and if i could i would do it all all the time yeah you know i, I soon enough yeah well you know you know when, when i have all the money for no reason <laughs> oh who knows Hey, Who knows? Yeah. one of those arts can take off. One like, of those arts. You know, <laughs> if I that's could great. sell just one art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, I think just the our, one art. That's our, yeah. our constant uh, theme. Yeah. On that note, yeah. Mm-hmm. what would you give, advice you would give to somebody who um, has an artistic thing, but they're afraid to tap into it or like they feel like they should stay in their little, you know, comfortable box. What, how would you encourage them to do more art or say it better. You always say this one better. <laughs> I always screw it up. Just like, do you have any advice for someone who's afraid to create? Yeah. Um, huh. But wants to. But wants to. I mean, you can always not tell anybody first. I mean. <laughs> yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah. That's a really good like, answer. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would just implore whoever you are out there. Like, <laughs> if you're scared, just please try. Just like, yeah. please, please, please try. Just because it might just, it might save you. It might like, yeah. you might, it might change your whole life. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think I, you know, much of my debt has to do with art. Much of my oh yeah, us too. Anxieties <laughs> and my and all my other shit has to do with art because I'm always wondering if I'm doing enough or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. but I mean, it it defines me now. So it's yeah. like, 
Yeah. I I don't know. It, it it could be for better or worse, just definitive for your life if you give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't know. And I think it's worth it to try. I don't know. I just I like think that. It, yeah. I just think well, the because feelings of um I don't know. When you feel like you did it or when you feel like you did the thing you set out to do or the thing that you intended to do mm-hmm. and it feels done and it feels and then you you get feedback that you wanted. Right. Like, I don't know if there's a better feeling than that. Like, I, oh, I yeah. don't know. I, don't I, know. I would say yeah. that's like the ultimate. Yeah. That's just that's like, the best. I, I don't really know if there's like another better form of like existence than like yeah. that feeling. Right. Yeah. So like you yeah, created you something and people liked it. Like, right. What? Yeah. So yeah, please try because you could have the best feeling in the world, maybe. Or you could be sad all the time. You know, <laughs> one or the but, other. but if you're if you want to create it and you're not, you're probably sad all the time anyway. Right. So exactly. like you That's just yeah. you can either stay sad yeah. or you can, or you can potentially Right. Exactly. You can have a chance be, to feel yeah. great. Well, yeah. and on the note of like you don't have to tell people about it at first, I'm like, yeah, yeah those people chances anybody. are they probably aren't even telling people that they want to do it right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So just keep it secret. Do it. Yeah. And I guess that's a thing too. It, it might or just like find Maybe, maybe even like, here's some opposite advice yeah. completely. No, I um, like that. Maybe find your most supportive friend and tell them. Yeah. I don't know. Um, or maybe, or maybe just find someone in the medium that you are interested in and reach out, just reach out. Yeah. yeah. Because if you can talk to somebody about the thing, if, unless they're like a total dick, right. like they're probably going to be so happy to talk to about yeah. it with you about because it, it's, yeah. it's all they care about too right so if they're for like example, hey right I now, think I care yeah there right? you go. we suckered you into joining us today <laughs> <laughs> and right it's easy it's easy when you're just like hey talk about your art it's just yeah. like it's not that hard <laughs> and it's so entertaining to listen to as well because it's yeah. like art is such a vast like there's so many different forms of it and it fascinates me so much because everyone has their thing that they're passionate about in life in general you all, like everyone sure. has things they're passionate about and people will refer to me as an artist. Sometimes, like the kids I nanny for, they're like, you're an artist. I'm like, no, I'm a musician. And it's a weird, you know, it's a fine line sort of thing, but I'm like, yeah, maybe I, maybe people would refer to me as an artist and you as an artist and you as an artist, mm. but we're so very different. Yeah, totally. And the art's so different that it's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Yep. It was long-winded. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm into it. I agree. Yeah. Um, Cool. So, Sean, we failed to ask you to bring something to read for us, but alas, you are a writer and you show up prepared. We're gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna let you let you have it. So, um, I have a lot of drafts right now. Um, mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna read some first drafts. Some like oh, I love real, that. Love some real draft. fresh. Me stuff. too. Yeah. Um, so this one's called Escape from New York. Sweating through the night, the heat in Max's bedsty apartment drones at winter levels in the summer. Covered in sleep sweats, Max says he wants to leave Brooklyn. He said he wants a fireplace and a view, maybe something further up the Hudson, through the fallow fields of coolness. I'm always feeling lucky in New York, watching Scandinavian tourists snap photos at the skyline from the Brooklyn Bridge, wondering aloud why the train is late, impatient voices. I'm walking down Broadway, and it's 15 degrees and silent. And I feel lucky, as if I was offered the silent street by the city 
I didn't think cared. I am a soil being collecting what wind and gravity sprinkle. I am stigma, germinating pollen, dreaming that I'm a garden, the pride of soil. Ooh, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah no problem. So um, can people access your work on like the internet or how like is it strictly come see me live um right now it's a strictly come see me live kind of thing i do have um an instagram that i think in the near future is going to become more poetry centric i like that um i'm into it so yeah my instagram is at how to paint sunlight um and it's after a Lawrence Ferlinghetti book um i think i knew that at some point i mean the name doesn't sound familiar to me because well i'm Again, not not a reader, not a writer. Mm-hmm, but I remember, mm-hmm. a- I think I asked you at some point because it's a, that's a really good handle. Yeah, it's um, a book that Lawrence Ferlinghetti wrote. I think in uh, I don't remember when he wrote it, but yeah. um, I, I just always thought it was resonated. Really nice. um, yeah, he's uh, one of my favorites, and he's uh, he's ninety nine right now. He's still wow. alive. Yeah, that's awesome. Ninety nine, living in San Francisco. It's amazing. Yeah, that's that's still painting and writing. That's the thing. And, San Francisco yeah. brings people's youth back yeah. <laughs> um so yeah not right now it's uh, a live thing but um okay. i will i'll have something up soon i've been yeah. neglecting it <laughs> whenever you do it even if it's after this comes out uh we'll be sure to let people know that cool you know yeah there's an update yeah of course I like yeah i need to i need to get into like the the 21st century you um, have another one for us yeah i do this is another draft it doesn't even have a name yet So this is an untitled draft I did recently. I had an idea and sat down to write and drew some lemons instead. It was going to be about being afraid of everything, so much you do nothing, and become an observer of every fire in you and do nothing, and how all that nothing is kind of zen in a way, but it may ruin you and everyone but maybe somehow tie that phone call in with dad where I was disappointed but said I was bummed out instead. And he said, I'm sorry, I'm afraid of everything too. And we shrugged on each side of the line. And I forgave him and wondered if we'd change and how I might have to because all that nothing is pervasive and the nothing is hungry and it somehow adds weight. Oh. That one give me the feels. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Cool. Those are just Thank some, you. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. First drafts. They'll probably, I, they'll something probably change about a lot. <laughs> poetry always feels like so intimate to me. Where I'm like, all of a sudden mm-hmm. I just sit there, I'm like, do I, should I speak? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like that thing, you know, when you watch on like old TV shows and everyone does the snap mm-hmm. in poetry readings, I'm like, mm-hmm. I kind of get it now because the clap feels rude. Yeah. I kind of like... Um, it's weird, though, because I always made fun of it when I was younger. Like, yeah. oh. I always liked snap. how in old recordings of, like, Allen Ginsberg reading mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that, like, you could very much tell that all of his friends in the crowd would be, like, drunk and rowdy and, like, cheering at lines that they liked. And I love <laughs> that. Like, that was the cool, like, yeah. banging on tables and, like... Oh, that's good to know. Like, laughing okay. Okay. and, like, Great. yelling. And, so like, next time I we really come to see it. you, we can, like... I'll bang on some tables. I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I you think, know, when, uh, when it 
feels right, right. not just you're right. holler. <laughs> that's, all the that's time. just weird. Hold on, I will not arbitrarily bang on the tables. <laughs> right? Yeah. But um, yeah, I, everyone else is like, he's talking, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm banging on a table. He loves that's a good right. table. Welcome. That's right. He is <laughs> that's <so> terrible. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, w- I always really like that. I think most poets don't like that, which is yeah. Weird. It's a, yeah. well, I, I think that's where I struggle as like the, yeah. the audience because I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I don't. It's a fine line. It, that's with art in general. Yeah, fine just line a lot of, of like react. Have different preferences. Yeah. What's oh, the best sure. way to react? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for bringing those uh, to us and to our listeners yeah. today. Of that's course. incredible. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you for joining us. We can't wait for a part two where we get you know yeah. into more of the nitty gritty. Cool. Sounds and, good. And, you know, more wine and whiskey and beer yeah. and whatever. And we're hopefully by then Bandit is actually sponsoring us. Yeah, Bandit screwed us tonight. Bandit was going to sponsor? No, oh no. Well, we try. <laughs> no, oh, okay. not yet. That's our dream. But I'm going in. Oh, man. <laughs> I've, met, I've mentioned them every time. We're I've gonna, been I'm going to start aggressively sending it to them. I like, was in I an email chain with them. Not about, about sponsoring us, but they have a rosé that's out. Have you heard oh, of this? Oh, yeah. I've not. Uh, it hasn't made its way Ooh, to Pennsylvania la, la. yet. That's the tricky thing. Oh. If you sponsor us, you can send the rosé to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I would do a live tasting of Bandit Rosé. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. You're yes. hearing it here. If Bandit picks us up one of these days, you're coming back. I will. And Caitlin's coming. Mm-hmm. And we're doing a live tasting. And the Brought five of us are doing a live tasting. <laughs> I think, I think it was the two who's, of you that introduced me to Bandit. Cash yeah. is five? Uh-huh. Yep. I don't know how to <laughs> count when I'm not using my fingers. Five, so <laughs> the five of us are doing tasting. Yeah, of course. We did learn earlier tonight that Cash likes wine. He likes yeah. every alcohol. He tries he to lick it all. Wine, it seems. Okay. Great. Well, thank you for joining us. Yes, we will be sure to include uh, Sean's information in our episode notes so you can find him there. And going forward, when uh, he starts releasing his poetry for, you know, people to... People to enjoy. Yeah. There if you, you if you can't make it out to one of his yeah. uh, live readings, we will also update you on that. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram and you'll you'll get all those updates or Facebook. Anyway, cool. happy hump day, everybody. We will chat with you next week. Good job. Yeah. I usually oh, say yeah. see you, and Tracy goes, "Wait, I don't see them." <laughs> <laughs> I don't sound like a witch when I say it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's just in my head. <laughs> happy hump day. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you'll hear from us next week. <laughs>